Hello friends. Today's food for thought is on spiritual progress. This is part five of six based on my book, Nearer My God to Thee, Practical Ideas for Spiritual Progress. Each part explores one area of ideas to grow in your faith. The focus in this episode is relationships, ideas to love and serve others in a way that pleases and honors God. Here are seven practical ideas for spiritual progress through our relationships. Idea number one, build the domestic church. The most important relationships are within our family. I've heard people lament that God has been removed from the public square, and I agree, that's awful. But it's even more distressing that he's been removed from our homes. The home is considered the domestic church. When God is fully integrated in my life, my home becomes a type of church. So how do we make that happen? Well, we pray as a family, before meals, in the morning, before bedtime. We make sacrifices, giving others what they need to thrive. We teach our children about God. We can even decorate our home with Bible verses and crosses. So there are many things that we can do to build the domestic church. Idea number two is to forgive others. Jesus taught over and over about the importance of forgiveness. The Our Father includes this petition, Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Have we forgiven those who've wronged us? Can we pray for them that God will transform their hearts? Can we let go of the bitterness in our own hearts? I know this is easier said than done. We don't have to like that person or even let them back into our lives. But God does call us to let go of the pain, resentment, and hate. That's the path to our own healing. Idea number three, pursue godly friendships. I lead a group called Sisters in Faith. We get together every month to learn and talk about how God's working in our lives. These ladies are amazing and inspiring and encouraging. We're so blessed by each other. Do you have that? Are your friends focused on the things of heaven, or do they care more about the things of the world? You will grow more in love with God when you have others around you who are seeking the same thing, union with God. You support each other, you encourage each other, you comfort each other in trying times. These godly people may become closer to you than your own blood, especially if your family members aren't believers. Idea number four. Receive criticism with grace. I was fired twice because I was difficult to get along with. In a performance review for another job, one that I wasn't fired from, I was told that I was obnoxious and abrasive. Ouch. That's a harsh criticism. I didn't receive it well. Pretty sure my response was actually obnoxious and abrasive. I've matured since then. Now I receive criticism with more grace, thanks to God. There are some steps for doing this well. First, when you hear the criticism, pause. Don't blurt out the first thing that comes to your mind. That's usually a mistake. Then make sure you understand the criticism and you can decide if it's valid. Thank them for telling you. Sounds crazy, right? But the only way to grow is to hear what we need to improve especially when we're blind to it. Years ago, my least favorite colleague at work told me that I interrupted too much. 
I had actually just interrupted her, so the criticism was definitely valid. She said, it was like what I had to say was more important than what she had to say. And she was right, although I had never thought about it that way. I never thanked her then, but hey, Suzanne, if you're listening to this now, thank you. Idea number five, knock the chip off your shoulder. I was born for battle. That's true for all Christians because we're in a spiritual battle in this life. But I'm talking about a different kind of battle. I was ready for any battle. Give me a cause and I'll fight for it. I had a chip on my shoulder. Early in my career, it was sexism. I saw slights when none were intended. When I returned to my Catholic faith, I had an anti-Catholic chip, ready to battle anyone who criticized the church. I realized that there are times when we should fight, but in my immaturity, I never discerned the right time. With spiritual growth, I've been able to be what my husband calls the kinder, gentler Colleen. I no longer have to prove anything and I'm more likely to give someone the benefit of a doubt rather than assume a negative motivation on their part. It's very freeing to get rid of the chip on your shoulder. Idea number six is to tame your tongue. We live at a time when people seem to be more rude than ever. They post hate-filled comments on social media and they say things there they probably wouldn't say to someone's face, although we hear things pretty rudely in person as well. We criticize others easily. We talk too much. We talk over people. We don't listen and take an interest in them. I'm one of 11 children and 10 of us are girls, the youngest a boy. We all like to talk, except for Michael, who's the youngest. He hardly talks at all, maybe because we never gave him a chance. We get together often as a family and I have to fight my desire to talk and instead spend more time listening. Think of it as a gift to the other person. Spend time pondering the advice from James 1.19. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Idea seven, the last idea for relationships, is to be the leaven. Leaven is something that makes bread rise, and it takes very little to work it into the dough. I heard on a football talk show that a great quarterback is a multiplier, He makes everyone around him better. He's the leaven on the team. How about you? Are you leaven in the world? Do you help others rise up to the potential God gave them? Well, how do we do that? We perform acts of kindness. We listen. We smile. We apologize when appropriate. We encourage. We pray with people. These are all ways that we can inspire someone to grow in love for God and for others, and bring Christ into the world. As Mother Teresa said, we don't have to do great things, but small things with great love. We can be the leaven of Jesus in the world. I encourage you to be that. I've given you seven ways to love and serve God through the relationships in your life. Here are two questions to help you bring this into your prayer time. Question number one. Which of my relationships draw me closer to God and which seem to pull me away? What can I do to have more God-centered relationships? And question two, what barriers do I have to healthy relationships with others? What can I change about me that will make a difference? 
That's all our food for today. There's more information about each of these ideas in my book, Nearer My God to Thee, available on Amazon.com. Watch for part six of this series. It addresses how we can plan and track our progress in the spiritual life. Thank you for listening. May God bless you in just the way you need today.